This is Across the Street, Across the Country, a production of DKI Canada. Okay, sensitivity training. I can tell you are riveted this morning. <laughs> Anyone thinking, what the hell are we going to talk about for three hours? That is Stephanie Beatty leading a session for DKI owners and their staff. A training session that isn't about the physical work of restoration or even the administrative duties that surround it. This is about teaching DKI, the owners, project managers, the technicians, how to better understand, respect, and respond to clients in distress. Clients dealing with a disaster with trauma. Clients who may be from different cultural backgrounds with different expectations, apprehensions, fears than yours. On today's episode, we bring you inside this special training session, one that proves DKI is about much more than caring for people's property. DKI is about caring for people. My name is Denny Grignel, and this is Across the Street, Across the Country. DKI Disaster Rx in Kingston, one of several DKI businesses owned by Rex Alarcon. It's a large, very tidy and clean, if simple, newish building just off of Highway 401. There's a cavalry of DKI vehicles in the parking lot, most not from Kingston, because in about 20 minutes, about 50 people, most of whom are DKI people from different parts of Ontario invited by Rex, will grab a seat at a long table to be taught how to be more sensitive to their client's unique situation. But right now, there's milling about. There's a positive vibe. Many catch up with each other, chatting, laughing. They know why they're here. They're just not completely sure what to expect when class starts. Actually, I'm pretty new to this. I'm, I haven't done no sensitivity course. We'll see what it brings about and how we react to other people, I guess, and see how it all goes, I guess. How important do you think that is to just know? Oh, it's very, this? very important. So you know about your colleagues and how their mood is that day, not to push buttons and make sure everybody's on the same page. Communication's key. we got to try to respect all their different cultures. and Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's the new immigrants that um, help us learn different things about what they're dealing with and what their struggles are as being a new immigrant. So to be compassionate to their struggles, and then if like what we do for a living, like when they're in a time of need, and how that really impacts them more than it appears, like more than somebody who's been born and raised here. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that's definitely becoming bigger. So uh, it's nice that we get to do something big like this instead of just a small little in-office meeting it, it'll be interesting i'm pretty open-minded so i i'm sure i'll learn something though but yeah the more learning we can do the better um yeah and it's a nice relaxing day <laughs> away from work there's no way that this kind of thing would have happened like 25 30 years ago and what does it say about how far we've come oh leaps and bounds leaps and bounds yeah we're uh far far ahead of where we used to be i think yeah yeah. You have to have the expand your outlook on how to communicate with people, because because you don't know you don't know how they're gonna react if you're like one one minded. You kind of have to see 
different alleyways to how to resolve any issues and uh, concern. I think it's great because with uh, today's society, I think everybody needs to be a little bit more sensitive towards one another and less judgmental. When you say today's society, what do you mean? Well, uh, it's, you know, as, as times go on, everything changes and what was acceptable before and people were judgmental and now people are being more open-minded. I think it's important and, and it's a diverse society now here, so which is good. It should be equal opportunity for everybody. Figured it was good for the company, good for the people, and you know, as moving forward, you got to focus on all that kind of stuff. So why not? So what do you expect today? What do you expect to learn today, or what are you hoping to learn today? Well, hopefully nothing. Hopefully I already know it all, but you know, uh, if not, hopefully lots, right? Stephanie Beatty, of course, does know what to expect before the training session starts. She is an award-winning instructor in several areas of property restoration, including sensitivity training that focuses on diversity and inclusion. She has more than two decades in the restoration industry. Today, she's the president and CEO of the Center for Disaster Recovery. Before the session gets going, she tells me why this unique group of students needs this kind of training. The customer, in most cases, didn't choose them. They didn't choose to have a flood or a fire. And when you're in this business, the reality is you're dealing with people. You're in the people business. If we can understand and have an approach to the people as human beings while managing their claim, it allows us to take that experience a step further and create connection for them knowing that we're the right company to be there to serve them at that time. Can you give me an example of that? Let's say it's the project manager walks in uh, and she or he are business as usual. Okay, this is what, what they're going to do. What should they be aware of when they go into any house? That the customer doesn't know what they don't know. They don't understand the process. They don't understand the life cycle of how the job and claim is gonna unfold. They don't understand the steps that it takes to get the environment back to a pre-loss condition. The other piece is we don't know what's going on in their personal or business lives. We don't know as a human being what they potentially could be experiencing in the moment. Maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe they just lost their job. Maybe there's a mental health issue going on inside of their home in that moment. And we're adding to the fuel potentially because we're not demonstrating compassion and empathy in that moment, realizing that that's when they need us the most. Canada is a much more diverse place than it was even you know, 20, 30 years ago. We've been nodded. So in, in certain, in certain areas, it's more culturally diverse. So what can you teach these people when they're going into a home where the people may not, you know, be, may not look like them. To understand that they need to be objective, they have a job to do, but they're still dealing with people. And in a property situation, this is the second largest impact of their lives next to the death of a family member, and that includes pets. And they just don't know, and they need somebody to be there to create connection and know that they're the right company, the right team to be there to put them back into their lives and their homes and environment. They have to keep their eyes open and they need to understand there's gonna be generational gaps, there's gonna be cultural differences, religious um, potential things going on in the environment. And if they have awareness up front, knowing that this could be possible going in, it will allow the job and the environment to be easy for everybody to work in and be part of. We don't want the customer feeling uncomfortable. We don't want them feeling like they don't matter and they're just a file because they're not. Our jobs are to restore their lives back to the way they were before the loss. 
what's the one thing that you will hope that they will come out of this course and go, okay, now I've got it? Communication, compassion, and understanding. We're delighted to have you join us today for one of the most important topics impacting our industry today. She is the founder and CEO of the Center for Disaster Recovery, operating the largest independent specialized school in Canada for over two decades. One of the foremost experts in property claims that is known for her no holds bar approach. Please help me welcome our friend and colleague, Stephanie Beattie. Stephanie commands a room. Even her walk as she paces slowly back and forth in front of her PowerPoint slides has that gait of a confident but approachable police sergeant addressing officers at morning roll call. It's not surprising Stephanie spent the early part of her working life on the police force. Some students here are taking notes. All are quiet and laser focused on what Stephanie is saying, what she's teaching them about being sensitive to DKI's clients. How to be cognizant of the unique, often traumatic situation these clients are living. Understanding what it's like to be in their shoes. And this is something that we, especially in this day and age, need to be a little more sensitive about. Is your customer going through potential hardships? Yes or no? Yes. Is it possible there's financial issues, mental health issues, Always. marriage problems? Yes, just like the rest of us. But when we get on the job, we get to their home and their building, we assume they know exactly what's going to happen. Disaster Rx has to step in and coddle and coach and teach and walk them through what's going to happen in that process. And what we're managing today is the difference in equality, diversity, and inclusion. He, her, them, she, we're managing all of these changes. That is trainer Stephanie Beattie of the Center for Disaster Recovery. We'll get back to her training session on inclusion, equality, and diversity at DKI Disaster RX in Kingston. You're listening to Across the Street, Across the Country, a production of DKI Canada, which, besides producing great podcasts, actively contributes to creating a better future through environmental protection and social responsibility. Focused on leaving things better than DKI found them, DKI is committed to using environmentally sustainable cleaning products and mitigating risk in environmentally sustainable ways. Now, at the break, I get feedback from some of Stephanie's students made up of DKI folks, but also those who work in insurance on what she's teaching them about sensitivity, diversity, and inclusion. I mean, it's a bit of an eye-opener just realizing the sort of the trends in the industry and just everything about being inclusive and sensitive. And I mean, sometimes you forget that when you're talking to customers. Um, and it's not always easy putting yourself in a customer's shoes, depending on what the scenario is. But, and I not mean, lost on all of this is we're three white guys. So maybe yeah. that's a little bit. Is that part of the challenge? Yeah, I think so. Especially be, maybe being in our demographic in Kingston here, we don't always think about other people's challenges and, and differences and that sort of thing, um, as much as maybe people in other areas. But uh, it's definitely a good reminder and refresher to sort of uh, have these different scenarios put in front of you and, and how to handle them maybe a little bit differently than 
if you were thinking in such a small bubble? <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be like a three-hour uh, presentation, but uh, so I had an open mind about it. That's m my uh, my uh, default status for everything, basically, right? So, so, and I was pleasantly surprised, uh, definitely today. Yeah. What surprised you in this? The ability of the presenter to uh, their communication, uh, she's able to tap and get that emotional uh, response, right? Empathy, the ability to look through the eyes of the other person. Like if you're just looking through your own eyes, then you, you you're, you're the one who'll be frustrated. And she and she uh, brought up the, you know, the fact that this other person knows three languages and you only speak one. So you should have some patience and actually credit them for that, right? But the one key takeaway: do not match the tone of the client, right? And the whole escalation thing. So that you have to keep in sometimes you know like on a personal level you get in an argument with someone but it's not a personal thing when it's in business right is there stuff you're going to take with you from this that you even in one hour that we've been here so far that you're going to go okay i'm going to do that now absolutely just like they said to empathize the client a lot more and put yourself in their shoes sometimes it is tough because we're also dealing with the the other side of it right so and taking how they're feeling and then use that to make a better claims uh, process for them as well back inside for the second part of this sensitivity training Students are still focused, but they also now seem a bit more at ease. Shoulders relaxed, no crossed arms. It's like they now have a connection with Stephanie and her message. Do words hurt people? When I grew up, those of you in my generation, did we talk about mental health? No. no. Did we talk or know what autism was back then? No. Never. I grew up in that suck it up buttercup. Anyone else have the school of hard knocks? Yep. That was me, baby, all day long. Equality, diversity, and inclusion is the biggest industry movement we've seen in over 50 years. How many of you are seeing the email identifiers on how people identify either of them? Okay, you're seeing this? Okay? And we're seeing it more and more on the business side. So, equality. One of Stephanie's students here is Venetia Morrison, the manager of business administration with DKI Disaster Rx. Mississauga would probably be the office that I am um, based out of, but I don't really stay home. Venetia has been with DKI for almost 10 years. Born and raised in Canada, her family is originally from Jamaica. What was your reaction when you learned that this was going to be taking place for this room full of, let's be honest, largely white men like me? You know, it's great. The diversity is happening. I mean, I think that people, there's an expectation for people, but sometimes we don't actually convey that expectation out so well. So having these seminars are great to show even our technicians and, and our project managers so we can be all on the same page about things. Sensitivity is, everybody's different. Everybody perceives things differently. So it's good to be on the same page about things so we can convey our, our message, our mission, what we're trying to do here, even at Disaster X, to other people. And it doesn't matter what the situation, I've worked in customer service forever so and that's all I know is to just give people the best of me because I know that if I shine they can shine too I have not come across anything in my 10 years here um, I have in the past with other like I worked at a restaurant before and I did have that but again treating people and smiling it through has actually helped me but that's the person I am I take a situation and I'll turn it around that's just who I am and I just I haven't had any other situations 
and this is an awesome company to work for. So you've never been on the receiving end of something No, like and, and I, if I did, I turn it around pretty quickly. And uh, I get respect out of that as well. The tools and tactics that we're going to learn here today is definitely going to help us convey those messages that we want to do at Disaster Rx. So this is awesome. Um, Stephanie Beattie, our, our presenter, is awesome. And just the way she is and bubbly and she shows and conveys those messages very to the point, tells us what we're doing and then so we can execute those things. The effort, the expense of hosting this kind of training session, it might have some in the property restoration industry questioning its worth, the return on the investment, and if it's even really necessary. Not Rex Alarcon. He knew this was important, essential learning. It's why he made it happen not just for his DKI teams. Rex invited insurance industry partners and brokers too. He wanted them to grow as well. After the session wrapped up, I sat down with Rex and his VP of Business Integrations, Jeremy Abalera. Well, I think that all training is essential what we do. We, we do this on a regular basis as train our employees and not only that, our customers as well so they understand what we're doing. So I think it's a very integral part of, of the business, the culture and the people. But this isn't about, come on in, I'm going to show you how to put up drywall, I'm going to show you how to tear stuff down, deal with mold. Why did you think that this kind of component, which a lot of companies would go, yeah, later, if we have extra money, we'll do that. Why is this as important as that physical training? There's a component to being like, hey, while we're doing this, as much as, re as Stephanie mentioned that this is an accredited course, we said, why don't we bring everyone else because it goes beyond what we need to know and uh, educate ourselves. In today's day and age, there's so many aspects in terms of uh, identification and sensitivity, inclusivity, um, you know, diversity. So it's, it's uh, on a grand scheme of things. It just I think it's, it's super important to be able to not only have ourselves be able to foster that empathy and uh, awareness for everyone else to do it within our whole industry, right? To me, I don't think there's a line to be drawn. I think that boots on the ground work and that role of having that empathy and the, uh, you know, the, the knowledge of your clients and what's going on in their lives go hand in hand together, right? So uh, as better people, as, as a better culture for our company, we look for people that are empathetic or have that sensitivity training so they'll be able to extend that to, to our clients. And for our clients' experience, we want it to be an experience that's not just, hey, they did good work, but we want them to feel that they are they are wanted, that we're there to serve them, and that they're, uh, we want to get along with them and, and leave them with the, uh, you know, very satisfied. I think something like this as well enhances the teamwork and collaboration, right? It's not so much just, it goes beyond our team, but it also goes within our customers. When we go into a home and we're restoring a home to pre-loss condition, the process of it is is pretty devastating. So when I talk about collaboration, we also have to collaborate with the homeowners there's an expectation from us, but there's also expectations from them, and we have to make that known, but not to a manner uh, where it's we're not putting them down. It's We're working with them, and we're working for them at the same time. Rex, you've been in this industry for a long time. Would this have happened 15, 20 years ago? Uh, no, I think 15 years, I think we live in a different day and age now with, with how people have evolved or, or the different, uh, you know, the different characteristics of everybody, right? We're more diverse now. And uh, yeah, no, 15 years ago was a whole different ballgame that is now. So we have to adapt and we have to adapt to our clients' needs as well. When I was talking to Joe, one of your technicians, and he's not a project manager, he may not be dealing with the customer as much, but he really expounded on, on just knowing 
to being culturally sensitive, the people around them and knowing what to say and what not to say. But you're still a business after all, more than anything else. I mean, you're a business. So how important is it that a person like Joe understand all of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely very, very important to us. At Disaster RX, we are all about developing and nurturing the culture that we believe in and extending that through to all our employees and staff. Obviously, at Disaster RX, we try to find people's strengths and their weaknesses, and we try to uh, assist with their weaknesses so it works out. But yeah, the, at the end of the day, if the, right, the person isn't the right fit or, or they're not able to grasp the culture that we want, then uh, yeah, then, then we, they, they can't be part of our team. Have you ever had to teach them and say, listen, you got to be more sensitive to uh, women who are your customers, elderly people, uh, people who are maybe first-generation Canadians, and, and, and kind of groom them along? Absolutely. It happens all the time. And sometimes we have to sit with people to, to uh, explain that to them. And more the reason why we, we have these uh, courses and these sensitivity trainings, along with other trainings for our staff, so we can develop that. What's the one thing you can point to, Jeremy, that you can come out now and go, huh, I didn't know that. Now I can use it. It's funny. She, she speaks in terms of the male and female energy. When it comes to the female energy, it is naturally meant to be elaborated and uh, that's one thing that I, I took away and uh, and the examples are pretty funny right in regards to how we explain our day to each other uh, or your spouse and it's uh, so it's that's one big takeaway from us so how will you know if this has been a success if this has had the impact that you wanted to have on on your teams you know what we could see it already even during the course right even myself there were some times where where stephanie was talking about things that were a tearjerker for me as well so just looking out the, around the room you know you could tell everybody is excited about it they're all in tune and you can tell that uh, everybody is sinking in the information about the sensitivity and what's going on because they deal with this and they were able to relate with stephanie with their own lives and with their experiences interactions with clients and uh, customers as well When the training wraps up, there are some goodbye handshakes and hugs, then the steady stream of DKI vehicles that filled the parking lot earlier pulling out. I catch up with trainer Stephanie Beattie one last time so that I could admit to her that... Before I met you, you know, everybody spoke to us, hey, I'm hoping to talk to Stephanie. went, yep, she's great at what she does, you know, strong personality. You're not what I expected. And then you mentioned that. You mentioned that. Have you ever met anybody? You're told, you know, to expect, and then you find out, no, I'm not like that. Mm. And I'm kind of getting that now. So what's the lesson in that for me and for everybody? Don't ever judge a book by its cover. Get to know the person at a human level and be aware that it's just what people perceive. And there might be something more there that will be uncovered as you get to know somebody. My thanks to Stephanie Beattie of the Center for Disaster Recovery. You can reach her and learn more about what the center offers at centerfordisasterrecovery.com. Big thanks going out to Rex Alarcon, owner of DKI Disaster RX and his VP of Business Integration, Jeremy Abalera, for allowing me to sit in on this very special training session at their Kingston location and for being so generous with their time. Daryl James deserves thanks to his Close Kick solo project, when he steps away from his main gig with the Strombellas, provides the theme music for our show. Please reach out to us by DMing us at DKI Canada's Facebook page. DKI Canada is the leader in Canadian property restoration, providing services to insurance, commercial, and residential clients from coast to coast. 
Whether it is an emergency response, water damage mitigation, fire and contents cleaning, mold remediation or complete reconstruction, DKI members are available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If you're ever in need of emergency assistance, the number is 1-855-DKI-TODAY. That's 1-855-354-2329. Across the street, across the country is written, produced, and hosted by me, Denis Grignel. We're back in a couple of weeks. Until then, please be sure to tell others about the show. Talk to you soon. The goodness that's in within yourself, I think that conveys and it gives a message that that person like treated me well. Why would I treat them any different, right? And I say this to a lot of people. If we just treat people with love, we'll get a lot further in life. Yeah.